This is 3 and 5 on SLC Management Podcast. Hi, everybody. Thanks for dialing into this episode of 3 and 5. This is Steve Peacher, president of SLC Management, and I'm really happy to be joined again by Chris Adair, who's head of strategic partnerships at, at SLC. And, and today I want to talk about, Chris, um, our private credit offering, especially in the intermediate space. Thanks for having me. This has been an important area for us. And what we've seen from our institutional clients is that they've generally been focused on the longer duration segments of our investment grade private credit offerings. And now we're talking and uh, to clients and have launched a product in the intermediate part of the curve in investment grade private credit. So my first question is, you know, why are clients uh, now interested in the intermediate part of the curve when they think of private credit? How are they looking you know, to invest in that? And how does it fit into their asset allocation? You know, Steve, it's uh, it's interesting when we we've had a uh, third-party private credit uh, investment-grade private credit offering in Canada now for well over five years. Um, and when we when we first started to look at the U.S., I guess it's now a little over two years ago uh, with our with our first offering. Um, we we initially thought that strategically it made a lot of sense for our clients, certainly in the the longer duration space, as kind of a plus component to augment their LDI portfolios and in particular their long treasuries or long credit allocations. And obviously that that's been a successful offering for us. Interestingly, what we have found is that there's there's almost like a credit curve inversion that's taking place with the long duration asset. When you look at spreads that we're seeing in, in the private placement market today in kind of the short and intermediate part of the curve relative to the long part of the curve, you're seeing spreads kind of in that five-year to seven-year uh, tenor range in the neighborhood of approximately about 175 basis points over a comparable, let's say, single-A corporate bond. Whereas if you look at kind of further out the curve at the 20 year tenor range, you're kind of in that 90, 85 to 100 kind of basis point range. So, I mean, if you think about just like absolute credit spread and absolute yields where we are today, the ability to pick up 175 basis points over a comparable corporate bond with the same type of credit risk in kind of a five-year uh, duration window, it's a pretty compelling story. What more can you tell the listeners about that strategy? Any more detail? And, and, and also, you know, we've got a solutions team at SLC that can help put these kind of strategies in context for our clients and help help kind of get to the right risk return trade-off from the client's perspective. Were they involved in this in, in terms of trying to achieve the desired return characteristics? Tim Boomer heads up our, uh, our solutions and strategy team. Uh, here at SLC, and it's interesting. Some of some of our best strategies are brought to us from clients, right? And so, uh, in this instance, in particular, we were working with the large U.S. corporate pension client that that really understood and spent a lot of time and researched on the private placement market. And you know, they were kind of seeing what we were seeing in terms of this real opportunity set in the intermediate space. And so, so we we spent a lot of time with that client, in particular with Tim Boomer and the solutions team, in, in terms of in terms of thinking about how would this fit? How could we structure a solution set that one was optimal in terms of strategy and solution for the client to fit their return and income objectives, but also that really was that kind of mirrored kind of best in class in terms of what SLC could bring to market. I mean, if you think about that five to seven year tenor, issuers in in that space usually are financial institutions or private equity firms or asset managers, and, and they're usually issuing the private placement to match the life cycle of their funds. 
right? And so most corporate issuers are concentrated in the seven to 15 year maturity bucket, kind of limited issuance extending beyond the 15 year period. And so, you know, what, what we're kind of seeing, there's such a, such a large demand for long duration, for long duration assets in general. I mean, as you know, most life insurers really uh, have a, have a high demand to offset their liabilities in that kind of 20 year bucket. So, so it's really been this kind of structural inflection point that we've seen in terms of uh, in terms of the the spread curve so to speak and and so really having the ability to lean on our solutions team uh, in terms of understanding that structural dynamic and in, in spreads and and being able to eventually put that together in a uh, in a strategy and bring it to our clients certainly has been a benefit 2000 2000- 21 has been basically great in all markets. You know, equities are up, credit's done really well, rates have come down. So traditional fixed income's done well. You talk to our clients and institutional investors in the marketplace, given how well markets have done, what are some of the themes you hear from them as they're looking forward to uh, the next year? It's pretty common. One, I think we're still in this search for yield environment. I think this intermediate private credit strategy certainly meets that, certainly on the front part of the curve. Like I said, it's hard to, to go somewhere where you can kind of pick up 175 basis points of excess spread over a comparable corporate bond. And so we're hearing a lot of that. We're hearing concerns or conversations around inflation and, and how that kind of fits in to not only a traditional fixed income allocation for, for our for our clients, but also are, are there are there alternative or, or other strategies that clients could look to invest in to help offset some of the inflation pressures that we've certainly have experienced in the second half of, of 2021 and continuing on into into 2022. I kind of going back to the solutions team and kind of sitting in in my seat in particular, it, we definitely have an advantage in order to to think outside of the box and bring alternative strategies to our clients. I think about, you know, you can think about real estate. You can think about the, the offsetting uh, nature that, that real estate has to inflation, and or you can think about infrastructure and some of the some of the strategies there that have inherent inflation protection type structures embedding in them. And uh, even in traditional uh, investment grade fixed income, we have TIPS or CLOs with floating rate structures. And on the non-investment grade side, SLC affiliates have bank loans and narrowly syndicated loans. And finally, as you know, Steve, at SLC, we have a derivatives desk that manage approximately $60 billion in risk exposures. So we can look at inflation swaps in isolation or combined with some of these alternative yielding strategies. So it's it's nice to be able to to have a full suite of alternative yielding strategies that we can sit down and and talk to our clients. I probably say the most interesting thing that our clients are faced with is that it's not going to be an off the shelf type solution or offering. I think clients are looking to be outside of the box, looking for their asset managers to to work across their various different strategies and platforms to bring the optimal bespoke solution to potentially solve our clients' inflation risk. Well, thanks for all of that. Before we end, just something on the personal front. I know as we've all been kind of working in different locations during COVID, you've spent more time down in Florida, which has been fun. So of all the things that there are to like about being down there, what what have you liked most about being able to spend more time down in Florida during uh, this period? I'd probably have to say, Steve, sure, if you ask most people that question, uh, it would be the weather. But particularly for me, it's been the ability to really kind of spend more time with my dad, who is down here. And um but I have to say the, uh, the weather hasn't been as bad as, as well. It's not tough duty? No, it's not that tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, thanks for taking a moment. And thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of uh, 3 and 5. Thank you, Steve.